0: It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap.
1: Hey, what's up out there in podcast land? Drew and Dan here. Hello. And, uh, man, this is uh, another NBA Finals recap coming at you.
0: Drew's grinning from ear to ear. Grinning from ear to ear.
1: As always,
0: the podcast is brought to you by The Breakfast Burrito at Expatriate, available during their weekend brunch. This podcast is also brought to you by whatever company manufactures Brazilian flags, because they're going to be selling a lot of them, because Barbosa and Veragiao. Oh, captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain, I sing my song for all to (laughs) hear. So we'd like to
1: thank all of our sponsors. As usual, uh, Dan, is it? I've heard rumor that we might be rebranding a little bit.
0: Yeah, we're, uh, you know, the Drew and Dan podcast can only go so far. Yeah. We're, uh, well, we're
1: the thing is that we have listeners now.
0: Yeah. It started as a, It started as a joke, and now there are thousands. Yeah. We can check
1: I, the analytics.
0: We're on iTunes dude, now, dude. If I'm being completely honest. And uh, and maybe you're on the same page as me. Even if we had no listeners, I'd still do this because I I listen to you. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's just
1: our normal conversation, and we just started recording it. We're thinking about rebranding it. Here's an idea. We're thinking about um, the hot take. The hot take is one idea. One idea. Check out the new artwork. We'll post it. um, Take a look, and uh, we're kicking around. If you have any ideas, make sure you tweet them at us, at Drew Martin and at Deo Tree on Twitter. So the hot take, Dan, does that mean we, we need to have hot takes? Because I was looking at your Twitter
0: at Deo and you had a cracker power ranking. Oh yeah. Well this will be a whole nother pod, but I do you want me to just give you a quick summary? I I'm just curious because that's like the lamest power ranking of all time. <laughs>
1: ritz is an absolute classic you were ranking crackers dan you started with ritz and what was your second saltine crackers salt that's not even right
0: a salted saltine cracker original
1: wheat thins destroys okay. the saltines. anyways we're and how
0: could Guys, you not? how could you not even put graham crackers on there okay well that's i don't consider graham cracker an actual cracker it's more of a cookie if you, it's that's, not, that's not
1: true. I agree with you on the Nilla wafers, although it's cracker-like, but it's more like a cookie. Mm-hmm. But if you want to wade into the debate, that's at Tree on Twitter.
0: Anyways, right before we started recording, we talked about wanting to do this podcast shorter, and now we're talking about crackers. Oh, well, you don't like crackers? <laughs> it, it's your power ranking, dude. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you guys, we will, I promise you, we'll do an extensive cracker power ranking, and... Uh, Maybe just buy every cracker available and just do a little taste test. Let's Uh, do it. We love taste testing things. Uh, Anyways, so this pod, you guys, it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to do a short um – not even really a recap of the game. There's just, not much to say. Just broad strokes. And then we're going to uh, dive into something a little bit different, but we'll get there in a second. Game two. Drew, game two. Blowout City. Give me give me your overall thoughts. My first thought, again is wow. Well, really quick, to tell you what a blowout this game is, The we started reporting, recording this podcast while the game was still going on. Yeah. And it, it looks yeah. like... 77 to 110 is the final score.
1: Cleveland drops 77 to 110. They did not score 80
0: points, Dan. Nope. The Cleveland Cavaliers, the champions of the East. The champions, this is crazy to me. The East, the best team that the East put forward scored 77 points. They lost by 33 to the West's champion. Unbelievable. The the East is horrible, man.
1: Unbelievable. And, man, Dan, all the Warriors critics – from last year's finals throughout the offseason, they were so right. A full-strength Cleveland team is scary. Yeah, Remember really everyone, scary. Everyone's like, wow, Golden State's lucky they didn't play Cleveland at full health. So mm-hmm. what's the excuses now? Yeah. Let me guess, the refs. Oh, the moving screens. Oh, what's the excuses now? Maybe they're
0: that good. There's no excuses, Warriors man. critics, and maybe they're that good. I, I'm right there with you. Come and, at my and, mentions, come at my mentions. <laughs> No, I'm right there with you. I, there's no excuses. And to backtrack into the playoffs a little bit, doesn't this show us how amazing Oklahoma City is? Unbelievable. They took Golden State to seven. Dan, this shows us how amazing Portland is. Yeah. You yeah. tell me. You tell me what I happens forgot. if if the entire Warriors team got in a bus crash,
1: and then the entire Thunder team got in a bus crash, and that's the only way Portland advances to the <laughs> NBA Finals ever. Uh, I was really morbid. <laughs> well, no, we're talking injuries. All injuries across oh, injuries. The yeah, it's like injury. can't can't continue. The, they had to bring up the D leagues <laughs> to play the series. Portland like whip, advances like really to bad whiplash. Portland, okay, so let's say yeah, <laughs> whiplash, neck braces. Uh, everyone's alive though and yeah. feeling good. Um, families are good. So uh, Portland advances to the NBA finals against Cleveland Cavaliers. Dan. In our last podcast I threw some shade and said Cleveland sweeps but I'm dude Portland you. is more fun to watch Portland has better is better coach I'm oh, Tyrone Liu, have you ever seen a more co- a coach more over his head in the finals dude, than
0: Tyrone Lou I Liu? was going to make this comment Tyrone Liu, whenever they cut over to him, he looks like a guy that Dan Gilbert, like the owner of the Cavs, like he thought Tyrone yeah. Liu was someone different. Yeah, it's like, like someone was like, oh, dude, that's Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, He's like, dude, this is sick. We hired Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> and and like, Tyrone Liu's just going along with yeah. it the whole time. Just kind of like. <laughs> it's, it's like how yeah. Trump's running for president. It's yeah, like it was I a know. joke and then yeah. no one got it. And then he's now he's like might be president. <laughs> I know how to draw up an offense. Sure. <laughs> Um, but seriously, I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, yeah, there's not much, there's not much to say completely uh, outplayed. There's, there was a number of times where transition, like the Cavs just didn't, if, if you're any team playing golden state and you don't always have eyes on clay or Steph. Yeah. Like what are you even doing? Unbelievable. Um, a really bad showing by the Cavs
1: in Oakland, two games now. Different hero each night for the Warriors. Uh, S. uh that's Livingston in game one. And uh, Draymond Green stepping up in game two. Draymond. Uh, none of the Cavs' big three showing up. That's five points for Kevin Love, 19 for King James, 10 for Kyrie. Not a great showing from the big and three. And
0: something to keep an eye on, not that it matters, because I really think Kevin Love's a non-factor. And by the way, quick side note, Cleveland traded – Essentially, Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love. Yes. Wow. Do you think they're regretting that now? Uh, yeah, Kevin Love dropped like
1: forty pounds and like turned into like I don't know, like a, a three man playing in the four or five yeah. role.
0: Uh, anyway, something to keep an eye on. He left the game in the third uh, concussion protocol. I don't know if it'll actually be something, but that's that's significant just for terms of lineups and everything. Yeah, the
1: hit didn't look that hard. I mean, I don't know what it felt like. Uh, I mean, Harrison Barnes is
0: a, is, a, is a strong, fit young man, but it didn't look that. But, you know, back yeah. of the head, they got to take a look you at it. Know. Anyways, um, seriously, anything else you want to say about this game in particular? I feel like there's nothing really notable because it was all. It was Golden State from the beginning. Yeah, uh,
1: they we saw in Game One the strategy of leaving Draymond Green open on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, he hit he hit some in Game One. He hit a lot more tonight. It'd be interesting to see if they continue to leave Draymond Green open on the perimeter.
0: Yeah. Um, I noticed they kept Cleveland kept well before this game. Tyron Liu, who again, <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's who that the Cavs owners thought he was. <laughs> like literally, they don't think. But. Uh, he said something about wanting Cleveland to go more small and faster pace. Yeah. Dude, you can't do that against Golden State. No, and then he doubled down on that statement after game one when they said, do you still think small and fast is the way to go?
1: And he said, we're going to go yep. smaller and faster. Yeah. Okay, so Coach Lou. Uh,
0: Bravo. Come, up, come on the pod and, 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 Anyways, and talk about it. So uh, just to close this portion of the pod, does this and I'm asking you this because yeah. I think mine has changed. Okay. Does this change how many games this series goes? You
1: know, I said Golden State in six as a reminder. Uh I'ma stick with it. I'm gonna stick with it. I think Cleveland I think Cleveland's gonna win at le- I mean, if it changes, I think Cleveland only wins one. They're not gonna drop two at home. Draymond's not gonna shoot like that at home. S Dot's not gonna shoot like that at home. Or by in, in, in Cleveland, home. Cleveland's home. Um, I don't know. I might different. You got the crowd against you. The the refs are gonna do what they can to extend it. Um, I'm gonna stick with it.
0: Okay. Where,
1: where where are you at?
0: I'm inching more towards five, just because. Yeah. If I was gonna like, change, I'd change it to five. Like I don't think I, it's,
1: I don't think they're gonna sweep.
0: No, I don't think they're gonna sweep. Uh, I I could see them losing game three, but. I just don't like, do you see golden state losing two in a row? Uh,
1: no, unless they just have a letdown situation. Um, you know, and which, which happens, right. It happens on the road, but there's lots of time in between games and, uh, and yeah,
0: we'll see. But anyways, game three is on Wednesday, correct? I believe so. Okay. Uh, so we'll be back again, uh, Wednesday night or Thursday during the day. Uh, Pretty uneventful game. Yeah. Uh, well, and except for a lot of buckets from the Warriors, lots of buckets, all bucket around. brigade, Brazil, Brazilian blur, Viva Brazil. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna move into our next segment of this pod. Uh, something a little bit different. We figured that we we wouldn't spend much time talking about the game tonight, and we um, this kind of segment that we're gonna do comes from just conversations that Drew and I have all the time. We love talking about and arguing about who our favorite players are, who our least favorite players are. Yeah. And that is actually the subject of what we're going to talk about right now. Drew and I are going to compare and contrast our – least favorite players in the NBA. Yeah, the
1: players we just can't stand. And so Mm -hmm. let us know if we miss anybody. We would love to hear from you guys out there in podcast land. We want to hear from the thousands. Who are your least favorite NBA basketball players? So tweet at us, at Drew Martin at Tree. And it could be
0: for whatever reason. For whatever reason. You hate the way they play. You hate that they're a dirty player. You hate who they're dating. You hate... Choices they make in their personal life, anything. Yeah, just let us um, know. You can't stand this guy because of this. Yeah. So Drew and I, let's just get right into it. Um, we have we have three three locks of guys that are are kind of in the upper tier, the upper uh, echelon of who we we dislike the most. Dan, who do you dislike the most? Okay, the most. So working backwards from number one. Okay. My number one least favorite player in the NBA is Dwight Howard. Oh, dude. I I cannot stand Dwight. Dwight is a guy who and he bears this resemblance to my number 2 pick, which I'll I'll reveal in a couple minutes. Dwight clearly cl- cares more about what people think about him and his image than winning. Yeah. And he he he's trying to like be this like like I think he really looks up to Shaq and Shaq was kind of a goofball Yeah. but Shaq was also like one of the best centers ever. Yeah. And Dwight it, it, just just tried to maintain this like happy go lucky image and to add fuel to the fire for me, he joined the Lakers and was just abysmal. Yeah. He wasn't bad. healthy, he didn't take care of himself and then he peaced out afterwards. Yeah, I'll he, buy it. He throws he throws teammates, he throws coaches under the bus as he did with Van Gundy. Um I can't stand Dwight, man. He uh I, in a way, in a morbid way, I'm happy he's on Houston cuz that team is such a train wreck. Yeah. Um and he will most likely be on a different team this summer, and if I'm any other team in the NBA, I don't know if I would take him. Yeah, uh there's
1: rumors of Dwight to Portland as like there as like a, an actual thing that might happen, and that would just be such a bad decision mm-hmm. for Portland. Uh Dwight is He's a locker room cancer. You forgot that he's uh, just operating very as a very immature child in a very large body. Yep. So uh, I'm with you. I Drew, buy it. What's your number one? My number one, same team. Ooh. James Harden. Ooh. Easy for me. It's easy. James Harden is good uh, night. The beard. Um, he just is a really, really bad leader. He plays with no passion. Um, he, you know, just leading a team. Bringing guys up to his level not important to him, and especially defense is just a non-factor. He's the most uh, one-sided player I've ever seen play basketball. Yes, he gets buckets, I'll buy that, but at the same time, the videos of him not playing defense are just legendary. I love watching guys play defense. I think yeah. it's the most important part of basketball. Kawhi, basketball. Draymond. I think defense wins championships. Yep. Spurs, Warriors, etc. Right? You got to protect the rim. You got to. Uh, you can't win without the ball. You can't win without stopping
0: the other team. So. Uh, James Harden also he um I mean he's a incredibly skilled offensive player. He's a great distributor even, but but like you said he lacks leadership. And I just man, I can't get on board with a guy who's like almost half of his buckets are from free throws yeah. and drawing crazy fouls. That's a great point. Um I mean I guess in a way it's a skill, but it's not a skill I respect. Yeah. Awesome. Um, That's my number 1. All right, my number 2 uh who could easily be number 1 but I just really can't stand Dwight. But my number 2 is the king himself, Le- Mr. LeBron James. LeBron James. And now to preface this, I want I feel like making this statement could get me killed by numerous people, but like I want I want everyone to know I respect LeBron and his game. Like he's an incredible player. Yeah. He's amazing. I just can't stand the guy. Yeah. I I don't respect the way he he Handles himself in the midst of his team, and he, he'll like, he like quasi tries to be a leader, but, but when his backs up against the wall, like tonight for instance, like he he doesn't lead his team. He just yells at them. Yeah. He he expects them to do things that he's never commuted them communicated to them to do. Yeah, kind of like Westbrook. Uh, and honestly, the way he handled the decision is like horrible. I I can, I I can't stand
1: yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I'm 100% agree with you. Um, LeBron is, you know, one of the most dominant offensive players in the game that the game has ever seen. And an amazing defensive Amazing player. defensive player, amazing athlete, but um, LeBron is definitely a product of a kid who's been told his whole life that he's the greatest and he's the best and he's so special and it's all about him. Yeah. And it's your world and now he Basically, his whole worldview has been shaped by just those people in his ear his whole life, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's led to a very self centered, um, just situation. It's 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 all about LeBron, and mm-hmm. um, and that's why I think he's so polarizing to people. There's numerous articles out there about reporters who were embedded with LeBron, traveled with LeBron, were hired to do stories on LeBron, um, who basically said, "Hey, you want me to write this?" Um, this puff piece about LeBron, about how great he is—that's why you hired me. But I've seen the way he treats people, um, and I've seen the way he lives and the way he acts, and I'm not going to write it. So nope. then they wrote the actual story, didn't get paid for it, but it's out there. Do the research, LeBron—not a great guy. I'm with you, Dan. Uh, who's your number two? My number two is a guy named Blake Griffin. Ooh, Blake. Blake Griffin uh, is just man. He's he's whiner. He's whiny. He's a flopper. He uh, at, you know, his character, we've seen this, this off season, we've seen it in a few other, just, you know, moments that he's just, uh, just not a great guy. No. And, um, you know, just really painful to watch on the basketball court. And, um, I'm just not a fan.
0: Yeah. Blake's another not great my,
1: basketball player.
0: Yeah. Great basketball player. Blake's not in my top three, but I, I dislike Blake and something that was, I think I've had this the way I viewed Blake, I, I've never really liked him, but I've wanted him to be... I've sort of, like, silently been rooting for him. Yeah. Like, wanted him to be good. But I was totally turned off to the guy after Chris Paul broke his hand in the Portland series. Yeah. Blake, like, he had a torn muscle or something. Like, you could play through it. Uh, but he completely... Like, he literally quit. Yeah. Like, that was it. He didn't play anymore. He quit on his team. Yeah. He wasn't interested in being in the series. Uh if Chris Paul wasn't in it, which does that mean he's not comfortable being the number one or what? I yeah. don't know what that means, but I'm I'm with you. That makes sense. You know, the Clippers showed a lot of heart without Blake Griffin, actually.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, with Blake Griffin, I'm not I'm not a fan. So where
0: are you at with number three? Number three. This one's gonna be really out of left field, okay. And I, I, I like that. I, I need to let you know that give me a curveball. That I really don't have much to back it up. Besides, I've just never liked this dude. Okay, like I've never liked him. I like it. I like okay, you ready? I, I don't know. You ready? I, I, you're not gonna know who this is deron williams
1: (laughs) i'm not gonna know who that is
0: illinois point guard (laughs) national
1: champion deron williams utah jazz draft he's uh, yeah uh that's hilarious because i used to love deron williams yeah i loved him as an all-american in college loved him in utah thought he was really good uh lay it on me why do you dislike deron
0: there's just something about him like I mean, obviously, there's been a huge drop-off in his production. Like, he is just a shell of who he used to be. Yeah. But I just never liked the guy, man. I didn't – I feel like he and Chris Paul were kind of, like, on parallel paths, (laughs) parallel trajectory. Uh, Chris Paul is amazing. I mean, he's on the Clippers, and I hate the Clippers, but I like Chris Paul. Right. Uh, And Deron Williams, I just – I didn't really care for his game. It was, like, this weird, slow, like, kind of – Kind of half court game. Um, I don't know, man. I never bought it. Yeah. He put up great stats in Utah, but then as soon as he left, something something happened. He's yeah. uh, like the way the way he played in Brooklyn, the way he's playing in in he's in Dallas right now, right? Yeah. Like he's playing like a, a second or third string. You know, I
1: game. don't dislike Daron Williams. I just feel sorry for Daron Williams because he went from being so good uh, to suddenly literally losing all his skills, kind of like that. Uh, movie with Kevin Durant called mm, Thunderstruck, Thunderstruck where where that uh, freshman classic. in high school steals his powers like magically switches powers with Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant can't play anymore and this kid is really good yeah. someone do that to Deron Williams there's yeah. some freshman phenom out there dominating and and Deron Williams has just lost it so yeah. I feel bad for him. I don't hate him though. Yeah. Um, your last pick, my last pick. It's a uh, sorry. This is a cheater move. Uh, I'm sorry for this, and it's gonna really sting. It's gonna. This is gonna be a double. This is gonna be uh, a double <sighs> whammy on you, Dan. One, I'm combining two players together. Uh, hey, I and, didn't know we could do this. And, but. and two, they're two players that are near and dear to your heart, and oh, that's man. Rajon Rondo and. DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. Wow. Cannot stand. And honestly, Dan, I'm I don't gonna, think I'm I am going to take
0: a walk around the room <laughs> and I'll be right back. You do, talk.
1: I don't think I really need to even explain
0: why. Do I? No, and he, here's the thing. It's pretty I, obvious. We'll we'll do another pod with our favorite players in some interesting way. Yeah. But uh like I see it, Boogie and Rondo are like maybe maybe my two favorite <laughs> players. I'm wow. not kidding. They're definitely but, tied but, in my top 3 least favorite players. But I completely understand why you or anyone else. Yeah, well, you just talked about Blake Griffin
1: quitting on his team, right? Yeah, that's what you said earlier. Yeah, well, I mean, Blake was actually had an injury. Uh, You want to talk about quitting on your team? Rajon Rondo literally wouldn't go back in the game. He said, "No, no, coach, no. I'm not playing for this
0: team." uh, Sorry, if he had a no. uh, There's no excuse. He had a connect four tournament. There's
1: no excuse for that. That That's quitting on his team. He's a world-renowned connect. Demarcus Cousins. uh, Demarcus Cousins went. uh, You know, he's been just a a train wreck since he reached the NBA. Um, I think I actually think uh, there's a lot of pain and anger in his heart. Dude, uh, not Drew, saying he's you need all, to chill out. He's dude. a dominant. He's a dominant NBA basketball player. Okay. He's a. He should be a first team All NBA basketball player at center, but uh, he's a total mess. And ready for a hot take. You want to buckle up. You might want to buckle up. <laughs> okay. DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. Never gonna be an NBA champion. Wow. What do you
0: think? I mean it. He not with Sacramento, man. Well. Yeah, Not I th- with the team they have now, and that organization's a mess. Dude, does anyone in their right mind think that a team – oh, hey, I know who could run our team, Vladi Divas. <laughs> hey, I, I, I got to go get him. He's taking, he's taking his fifth smoke break of the morning. I don't think, uh,
1: that I don't think the reason DeMarcus doesn't win a title is, is because of the Kings. I think it's because of his inability to respect other people. I think a great uh, compare and contrast that we okay. can do – um, is gonna be Demarcus Cousins versus Draymond Green.
0: Ooh, interesting. I think they're Thoughts. really
1: similar emotional players. Mm-hmm. I think um, the difference is Draymond is willing to respect and come under the leadership of of Steph, of even Clay, and then of course the older guys in that locker room providing great veteran leadership of Coach Steve Kerr. Demarcus okay. is constantly blowing up his coaches, constantly throwing people under the bus, constantly. I mean fighting with guys in tr- practice it's just a total disaster. I don't think that's just a king's situation. I think if you change his situation, he's still the guy
0: with anger boiling up inside. That's a great that's a great point and I have a couple thoughts yeah. uh with Boogie cuz again, I I sincerely love I love Boogie. I think it's not so much he needs to be coached by the right person, although that's certainly part of it, but I feel like Boogie needs a season, like a season or two seasons, where he's not the number one option. Yeah. He, I, I think mentally, he just still doesn't know how to wrap his mind around that. Mm-hmm. And like leading a team, uh, ideally, I, this would never happen, but ideally, he and Lamarcus Aldridge this year would switch places. Boogie has a season working with Tim Duncan, working yeah. with Pop. And being even though he would very much be the number one like offensive option, right. There's so much like just veteran leadership there that he would have to come under. Okay. He he needs to learn with or or if we if he like went to Minnesota yeah. and like spent a season with Kevin Garnett. Like you know, like I, just, I feel like he's someone who respects players more yeah. than he respects coaches. I th- you, you know
1: what I mean? I, I agree you know, I'm kinda of see what you're saying. I I guess maybe just a sacramento issue, but at the same time, when he came into the league as a young man, uh, his lack of respect for just anybody, his, his, he's not teachable, he's not coachable, he's not a good teammate, yeah. and he's going to have to, you know, it, will he ever be a champion? I, I said I don't think he will be. Um, you know, he would have to overcome all of that and decide, I want to grow as a person uh, before mm-hmm. he's going to be the kind of guy who can lead his
0: team to a title. Okay, so back to – Boogie and Draymond Green. What? what? <laughs> I, I think
1: Draymond Green is as polarizing a figure as as DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, I easily! Think,
0: I, I love Draymond Green. We we both love. Draymond. I'm a huge we, fan. Um, his game tonight, we were freaking out. Yeah, I, I think, love Draymond. I
1: think people around the country watch Draymond play. I think they watch him flail his feet around. I think they watch his emotion. They watch him flexing over guys. Even when, that drives me crazy when they're losing and he and he's flexing. I'm like, come on, dude, put him away. We gotta get the lead. Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta get. We gotta get that ball back. But uh, I love Draymond, especially as a defensive freak. But um I would if you're going to name most hated players in the NBA I think
0: resoundingly what we'd hear from people is Draymond Green. Draymond. So between Draymond and Boogie um we, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Who I mean this is too simple a question who's the better player? But I I made the No that's com- a great question. I made the comment earlier that I think I think DeMarcus is the more skilled player. <laughs>
1: That's where I freak out. I
0: don't understand why. It's not a dig on Draymond. Draymond is a harder worker. Yeah. He's a better leader. Yeah. He, uh, he has more respect for his coach uh-huh. and his system. He doesn't care if he's he's the first option, second option, third option, fourth option. A lot of times he's like the fourth option, right?
1: What drives me crazy about your statement is I, I would if you said Boogie Cousins is the more dominant player, I would agree. But when you use the phrase more skilled. He's more skilled, dude. I don't think so. I think Draymond fills the stat line across the board. I think Draymond changes games. I think he wins games. I think he leads people to games. And But skill, we don't talk about skill. We cannot take defense off the table.
0: Well, Draymond is an amazing defender. Probably
1: the best defensive player in the league, Kawhi Leonard, and him are, are running neck and neck yeah. in that. But, yeah, the most skilled. I'm not going to concede that that. Boogie Cousins is a, quote, more skilled player than Draymond Green. More dominant as an, as an offensive guy, you know, at the rim, absolutely. 100%. I guess
0: I don't see the difference between – so, Boogie, Boogie put up a couple games last season. I don't have the stats in front of me because we're just kind of – I watched the
1: stats. Yeah, the big game, but big games.
0: Like, like literally like 40, 40 15, 10, yeah. 35, 18, and yeah. 12. yeah Like crazy – like, so to you, that doesn't require more skill than Draymond putting up, like, then a, then a 12, gu- 8, 7. Then a guy who, in the first half of
1: the year, was a, basically a triple-double a night, filling the stat sheet every night and guarding, the, the, you know, the best post player on the other team every single night. But he's also the
0: third option.
1: Again, we're talking about skills. I think uh, I love the Draymond story. Again, and I can't separate myself from these warriors. My heart is yeah. in them. Yeah, I get uh, you. And I love Draymond. Draymond I'm just... coming out of the second round, putting that chip on his shoulder, working his butt off, DeMarcus having everything handed to him his whole life as an All-American, as a Kentucky freak, as a, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, one just, one just wants it more. It works harder. And, yeah. And I think is across the board – Quote, more skilled, Draymond can handle
0: the ball. So can Boogie, though. Oh, here's, come here's, on. okay. He's listen, got a listen, lot listen. Of handling the ball. We, I don't want I don't want to do too much of a deep yeah. dive into this. But you mentioned something that was great, and something that I agree with, is that Draymond absolutely has more drive than yeah. Boogie. He mm. is more driven. He wants to win. I love the chip on his shoulder yeah. he has. he. There's that video of him naming – he was picked 35th. Yeah. He can name everyone that was picked ahead of him in the draft. And he has a championship ring, and they're on their way to the second one now. Boogie Cousins frequently takes nights off. He takes defensive possessions off. I just – for a guy to have that amazing of stats yeah. and not be, like, that driven, it, that to me is yeah. – his just raw skill is okay. great. Where Draymond, all right, Dan, I am not, and again, you know, I love Draymond, no, and no, I'm not I'm digging. Yeah, I'm
1: just when I think of skills, I kind of think of like that that NBA All Star Challenge where they go through the skills course, where it's yeah. passing, it's shooting, yeah. it's dribbling, it's like all these little like things that's like you know in a skills course challenge. I think yeah. Draymond destroys DeMarcus Cousins. Uh,
0: we'll see next year, Draymond Boogie, if you're listening. We hope to see you at the Skills Challenge next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, so, Dan, uh, man, we we've been getting into it. We did with the hot, the whole Clay Thompson versus Damian Lillard debate. That's a hot debate. Uh, I would love to continue it. We're getting. I, in- I
0: want to get back to the Stephen Adams. De- uh, Stephen um, Adams DeAndre Jordan yeah, debate. Yeah, because that's a really interesting. That's a one. really
1: intriguing debate. We now we're going DeMarcus Cousins versus Draymond Green. I really love it. Intriguing debate. I love it, um, and. You know, just to preview in a, in an upcoming podcast, I think maybe our next one, we're gonna we're gonna ask and answer the question: Is Steph Curry arrogant?
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier. I'm excited about I'm excited. it. There's a lot of layers to this conversation. What do you think?
1: Uh, get get your opinion out there if you're if you're out there and you're listening. Let us know uh, what you think. Uh, and who are your most hated players? Give us your least favorite NBA basketball players and let us know:
0: Is Steph Curry arrogant in your opinion? thanks for listening guys we'll see you next time listen to uh we have a really busy week actually yeah. we got a two-night bachelorette phenomenon yeah we
1: record these podcasts at night so you know we're stay- we're burning the midnight oil we're staying up late we're getting these out for anything you guys. for jojo
0: you think jojo's got her eyes on any one of those dudes i don't think so <laughs> no
1: she's listening to the pod she's listening she's to the pod been, for she, sure, she's,
0: she's been on at
1: deo tree on twitter
0: <laughs> so it's just a matter of time all right we'll see you guys later the blessings come down. The blessings come down. When the praises go up. The oh, keep falling the in come my down. lap. When the it praises, praises go, go up. Oh, oh, the blessings come down. Good God! They booked the nicest hotels on the 59th floor with the big wide windows with the suicide doors. Ain't no blood on my